Welcome, Welcome back, back to BBO, BBO Live. Live. Woo! Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kim. This is Kia. And welcome back, y'all. Season 2, episode 11. It's been a minute, but we're back. <laughs> we're back and we're better. Hey. Isn't that a song? Yes. <laughs> it is. But yeah, like you said, we're back. We're better. Um, honestly, we've been gone for almost two months now. So apologize for not having content out. But you know, we're just living life, enjoying summer. We said coming back in the fall and fall just started. So we're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Kia, how, how's, how's your break? How's you been the past couple months? Past couple months. I know this sounds like we've been gone forever. I know. Well, I think... When I said I was going to take a break, I took a break, break, and um, I just used it to, like, disconnect from maybe, like, being self-invested in social media and pop culture and keeping up with um, New Music Fridays. Honestly, like, I completely disconnected, and it was a nice break, honestly. Dude, yeah, like, I didn't realize, like, I guess, like, how, and I mean, obviously, we're we're super invested in the podcast todo, yes. but like how like we're saying how like it's like coming like starting again like coming back coming like go, going back to school in a way like mm-hmm. starting to get the ball having to do like all the homework and everything which honestly we love doing but yeah. like not the last cuenta of like how like much it is it's like sitting in school like, like when you're on your like, winter break you're like oh yeah like i want to go back but like i don't know and then like when you're back you're like oh fuck but <laughs> we're excited to be back like kia said we have not been catching up so that was y'all's homework to do lo siento <laughs> I hope you guys kept up, and I think that I'm excited. I'm excited to see my friends again. Yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, it's like, but no, it's so true. I think, like, going off of what you were saying, it's like, when you're working towards a goal, um, and you're just in it, you're in it, so you're in the zone, but as soon as you take that little, like, time to, like, step back and maybe just reflect mm-hmm. and, like, slow down right yeah i think you realize like how how you schedule your time and how you spend your hours basically because at the end of the day we have 24 hours in the day and it's like what are you choosing to do with those 24 hours right um and like how we said we're passionate about the podcast we this is something we love to do Mm -hmm. and like we're committed to and like um you know we're solidifying and like making that space and creating it for for this and our content so i'm really excited to be back um always but what i realized when we take long breaks is that we always have to find how to fit that into our every single like day so that when like that is what a real vacation should look like that little time in the day to like take a step back relax enjoy Como dicen, stop and smell the roses. I get the saying, you know? Uh, oh, yes, I love flowers. Yes. I, a quick, like, side note. I always make my students make, like, art projects that are related to flowers. For real? Yeah, like, we did an origami flower. We did a tissue paper flower. We drew a flower. I'm like, we watercolored a flower. And I'm just kidding. The kids are always with your flowers. I mean, but sidetrack, but there's so many different kinds. So, like, you have, like, endless up, like possibilities. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, I forgot this flower tendency. So, I'll put it on you. 
Uh, oh, okay, definitely, like he was saying, this break was a little bit longer, honestly, so it did, like, being honest with y'all, like, take us a bit to get back. But I feel like it's just anything, like, I feel like if once you're out, whether that be, like, into your writing, into whatever your passion is, into, this, I don't know, into whatever you're doing, once you take a break and, like, te las acostumbras, like, it's hard to get back into it. But realizing that, like, we love this, we love, I mean, I just love Yuki in general. Yeah, I and, love you too, Kim. And doing this has been super fun. Um... But find that time to take that break, though. Reevaluate what's important to you, how you spend your time, what you want to do. Um, but always coming back to it um, bigger and better. And mm-hmm. that's what we're doing here for season two. Yes, we're excited. We're excited to be more committed. And um, yeah, we enjoy hearing from the people who truly enjoy listening to us. Yes, definitely. Honestly, I feel like. Like, starting this off, we kind of were just like, oh, like, a ver qué pasa, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. we had what we were doing, but, like, honestly, y'all, like, seeing, like, the response we've had, like, just the following people, like, engaging and everything, like, it's, like, super cool. And, honestly, I would love to that be more of a thing. Like, if people, yeah. like, want to, like, hit us up, send us what to talk about, send us what y'all are listening to, like, any type of interaction, this would be super cool. And just, we it's, love, like, ways to get bigger and better. I mean. For example, shout out to... Nenny because she listens to our podcast and she actually um, she let me know how to make my Apple Music um, public so now everybody can follow me versus having to look me up through a link or whatever it is because before you couldn't find me because I was on private and she helped me figure out how to do it so shout out to her shout out to Nenny Um, also girl her social media is also fired i mean like, yeah her, she has her own review so girl yes you do we'll I see link you. her <laughs> instagram uh, uh, um but yeah definitely follow kia on apple music uh follow me on spotify i don't know what other music platforms there are but y- y'all find us fine. <laughs> find us and uh, shout outs we should shout out to you know our latinx heritage month hey yes it is i hate the word hispanic so latinx heritage <laughs> month definitely and yeah because that wasn't when we hit the shout outs so originally um we're shout- a little early whatever <laughs> so shout out to todos los días de la independencia de toda latinoamérica son the 15th costa rica el salvador guatemala honduras y nicaragua so felicidades to y'all from the center 15th and the 16th mexico lindo y querido and on the 18th was chile Ooh, Ooh, shout out to our yeah. people shout out to those countries that those independence day happen to line up and kind of kick off um that you know that in this heritage month yeah it's so hard for me to say like I thought, so kia and i were talking like had a super amazing conversation because we haven't talked to each other in a while honestly yeah. uh about just like growth and language and i feel like just because we're so mm-hmm. used to hispanic heritage month that being the term mm-hmm. it's like still like tongue twisting just kind of Switch it, switch it up. Siempre me trabo yo, pero definitely Latinx Heritage Month. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been? Have you done anything or like work wise? Have they been doing anything for that for y'all? Like in honor of it. For so for ours, I guess your space is different. Never mind. Um, for ours, with the kiddos, not necessarily. Um, education wise, I think it's definitely talked about through the news. We talk about it through the news, mm-hmm. and we got to show the kids. The celebrations that happen in each, you know, country and como celebra cada cada este país su día de independencia. And um, other than that, like I didn't make them do any corny kind of projects. Yeah. Um, 
I know um, the kids I'm working with are, right now are, are Honduran, so they got to la el consulato, you know, de Honduras vino, and I think. Oh, that's cool. Les trajo comida, maybe like sus pollos con tajadas. They love pollo con tajadas, <laughs> so I mean, if you love pollo con tajadas, shout out to you. I've actually never had Honduran food, but I, what's up? There's a spa. I don't know if that's what you were going to say, but the kids told me that there's a spot they go to that oh, is called Mi Lindo Honduras the one or something. Way? Is that what it is? Okay, I've never been. Um, quick shout out. On a day of shout outs, y'all. So my friend Layla, uh, Layla from work, she, I, I can't remember her Instagram, but I'll link it below. She's a cute, gen, amazing makeup artist. But um, she's actually the Honduras. The, she's the, honestly, speaking of the um, Hispanic Latino, Latinx Heritage Month. I'm mad. No mames. She was the first Latina that I actually met at work. And honestly, work-wise, it's super whitewashed, so like mm-hmm. in all of corporate America, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and the fact that I was like, I was like, oh, like the Honduras, like I rarely meet people like the Honduras, mm-hmm. like, like at least in the Seattle area. And she was the one that told me about that spot. She's like, she's like, it's really, really hard to find like comida hondureña. Yeah. And that is the rare, like the rare one. So from Seattle, she busts the mission down a federal way just yeah. to eat her food. And I was like, holy shit. I was asking the kids if it was pretty authentic. Like if that's the spot that you would recommend for yeah. it. They said that it was good. Um, I don't think they necessarily grasped the concept of what authentic meant um, or how, you know. So they were like, I don't know. They are like, but it's good. And it's true. I think it's really hard for them to find a lot of the products. Um, my coworker, his wife is Honduran and Damien Ella, she explained, because they make the tajadas and to make them, I think they have to be very, very green, green, green plantain. And it's really hard for them to find it. And I think they ended up finding the perfect ones at a store that was not latino latinx at all so interesting yeah i I don't know i can't remember if it was uh maybe like uh i want to say asian or i don't know samoan some other like other culturally inspired market i guess yeah (laughs) but i think it's cool we should check it out dude yeah i'm down to go one day honestly i feel like i mean like Mexican food is what we're used to, what we kind of see. Like when you think of like comida aquí, at least that's what I I'll go out to eat a lot. Even though hepa comida la casa, but you know whatever. <laughs> so definitely, and I've been trying to like. There's this like a, a Cuban spot in Seattle that I've been wanting to try forever. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely just need to expand, especially ahorita que estamos en el mes, expanding and like trying all yeah. the different cultures and different like like their food wise. At least that we can access Seattle, which is not a lot, but we'll yeah. try. So I'm down. That's should, true. I'm down for this little place. No está tan lejos. I'm down. It's sweet. All right. So definitely keep celebrating. And if y'all's workplace or whatever y'all do does anything to um, celebrate, uh, yeah, or celebrate honor, honor. At least work-wise, this is um, like the first year that they even like incorporate any type of like culture or wellness wow. month. Sad. It's sad because it's been around forever. <laughs> whatever. I'm not gonna put any other. <laughs> but uh, like at least like seeing that movement and like is super cool. At least from where I'm at. So hopefully y'all's companies are doing that there. And if they're not. Y'all can obviously be a voice to do it. I know I wasn't a voice for my company I started, but I'm definitely trying to get in there and trying to get into that circle. So I'm excited. That's awesome. I'm really proud of you. I think it's like how we talked about previous to coming on to chat. It's the idea that when you open up that communication and finally stop Mm -hmm. like speaking up and not just like processing what you're hearing and finally like speaking up or out, Mm -hmm. it's it makes your thoughts feel so validated, you validated, and it's eye-opening. So I recommend that 
y'all really truly practice communication in all levels and aspects of your life. Yes, if you take away any message from today. <laughs> communication <laughs> is the key. So it's Liz. <laughs> I know, that's what I thought of too. So, can the mix of what we're talking about? Um, I'm just gonna pop off because I've honestly been waiting to start recording start recording again this podcast because I've been waiting, y'all. Yeah. Okay. So, Kia, do you you follow The Bachelor at all? I know this drama, and I'm not even a bachelor Bachelor's fan, but I'm I was mad with y'all. So okay. go ahead, go off. Okay. <laughs> so Bachelor Bachelor Nation. So pretty much how it works for those who don't watch the show. Pretty much it's like a suitor that has like a bunch of girls trying to whatever. Eggies. So they always pick someone from the previous season of The Bachelorette. Last season, there was a guy named Mike Johnson. Honestly, a babe. But like homie, honestly, like he has such amazing qualities. He was funny. He had great camera presence. Like he would make great television, not even just to the terms of him being The Bachelor and finding love. But <laughs> and like um, just being amazing. Also, also, this guy is beautiful he's black he's proud he speaks with so much love for his family for the woman in his life like at least from what like they were showing and like literally everyone was on board and like everyone like, and by when i mean everyone i'm saying social media i'm saying even people that like i like interact with at work that like talk about the bachelor was on board for mike to be the bachelor the next bachelor keep in mind the bachelor has been on for 20 plus seasons no sé cuantos años um and they have never had a bachelor of color Mm-hmm. ever ever literally they've all looked like the exact same white guy even the guy that they just fucking picked so like i today, saw him yes peter he was a sweetheart but like no um anyway so all everyone's been rooting for mike this pretty much like abc had a prime opportunity to have finally have a bachelor of color a bachelor that literally america already loved like everyone already loved this guy regardless of lo que pasara and they went with the easy option, which they always do. And I've been waiting. And honestly, one of the girls at work does kind of follow the spoilers. So I already knew before the announcement came out that Mike wasn't going to be the Bachelor. And I was pissed. Uh, so I was just waiting for it to be announced just to everyone pop off. And everyone honestly was. In uh, the comments of like all like, the ABC's like Instagram posts or like anything that was related to them, people were going off. Um, side note, Mike apparently, the who we thought was going to be the Bachelor apparently is now having a thing with Demi Lovato, so... Okay, I see you. But like, what? That's a whole other game. That's a whole other game. Peter. So he's not gonna. Peter's not it no more. No, no, no. Peter is the bachelor. Peter is. Oh, okay, granted, okay. I feel like Peter has some small amount of Latinidad in him because I think his mom is Cuban. Pero tiene espa- cause he, and he spoke. He spoke a bit of Spanish on when he was on on his season of The Bachelorette. Did uh, they use this as a like, hey, don't say that we don't have POCs? They haven't played that angle yet. I oh. wouldn't be surprised. They haven't played it yet. But regardless, ABC had the prime opportunity to pick to have an amazing, beautiful black man. Honestly, Mike is gorgeous. <laughs> Mike is gorgeous, y'all. And honestly, ugh, whatever. So, I don't know. ABC just keeps fucking up and like, como una razón. But you said you know about this drama. And obviously, I'm very passionate about the Bachelor. So yeah. That's why I'm going off. But here, from an outsider's perspective. Um, just by seeing the image, they all look alike. Like, from just from what I understand, it's como una copy and paste, copy and paste. Literally. And that's white TV, so. Which is why I don't partake in it in general. But for mm-hmm. those POCs who do partake, I mean, I'm sorry that they just can't seem to get on board. Um, and put some actual, like, diversity in there. Dude, I know. And I feel like, I think I was having this conversation with Anna, maybe because uh, a while ago, but we were like, like, The Bachelor has, 
for being a reality show has had so much like success for years on end compared to like mm-hmm. like when all the when like the prime of like reality dating shows was a thing like that's the one that, that stuck around for so long yeah like imagine like if like if Univision used had, had like a Latino one if like BET had one if like or even just an MTV or like someone that has a platform that was integrated with like everyone mm-hmm. it'd be so cool so like I feel like yeah. they could, like the it, like the audience I guess is there for it yeah it's just like who else can take it and make it better now yeah have you s- seen the MTV Are You the One I have not. But you've heard of it? Yes. So that one's more inclusive. So um, I thought that one was cool. Um, If we're talking about being more diverse in all aspects of what dating looks like, I thought that was a really cool representation. And there was enough diversity within the kind of um, ethnicities that were there. So that was pretty dope. And then going off of the, if like a Univision were to do something like that, I know I'm, I don't know if we talk a lot about how Univision and Telemundo are pretty conservative. I don't know which one uh, or the other is, but it would be like I would like to see what kind of representation they put because I'm sure that if they do, they're just gonna have thin, light skinned, um, copy right. and paste telenovela star. Never so I, yeah, so you know what I'm saying. So I would like to see how. There's an actual, like, representation of love in a dating show that were to be on TV, how that would look like. Um, the closest I can think of that was, like, super silly and, like, dumb, Doce Corazones, <laughs> had pretty diverse people on there sometimes. But other than that, you know, that was that was a, not a real dating show. I don't know if it ever came back or not, but honestly, I feel like if it were to come back, it's still, like, it would still hit. Yeah, people aren't horoscopes. <laughs> yeah, especially Harry. Hell yeah, dude. Are you like, with co-star? I'm like, Yo. yeah, I'm like, people are into that, so. It would work. <laughs> uh, but you were right about if Univision or Telemundo yeah. or any platform, it would be the exact same version of yeah. what the ABCs has it, but just in Espanol. Exactly. You're right, you're right. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, but I mean, talking about Latinidad y todo, todo ese pedo, <laughs> Latin Grammy nominations. Que onda, Kim? Give Ooh. us the 411. I've seen the image. I know you sent it to me. And like I said, I was on break mode. So I didn't do any homework. Uh, so this literally happened, I want to say yesterday. So literally this is fresh off the presses, y'all. I mean, <laughs> and by the presses, I mean Instagram. Um, pero, so the Latin Grammys put out their nominations. I want to say mon- like a couple days ago. No sé qué, like Maybe probably just yesterday, actually. Um, and I saw a couple buzz up from it, but didn't really pay attention. Mm-hmm. I was going to wait until later to see the, see the full list. But then I go on to Instagram and I see that Daddy Yankee has, and I wish I had the post pulled up, um, posted pretty much like, uh, the image is, um, sin reggaeton, no hay latin grammys. And it's a picture of the, of the Grammy with like a giant red X. And I was like, mm-hmm. what? Um, and then he kind of goes into pretty much how there is no representation of, reggaeton or urbano or anything in at all throughout the nominations like literally there is i think believe one urbano category mm-hmm. um it's like, like urbano song urbano al- like album but in like album of the year and record of the year in um artista del año all of those literally nothing at all and what i was thinking i was like i was thinking about it in terms of like we've talked about how huge latino music is across the world and how it would impact and honestly that is through reggaeton, through urbano, that how, how it's taken off. So for that to not be amongst the Latin Grammys, and at least not represented on that stage and that platform, was kind of like, what the fuck? 
so like Daddy Yankee first put it out, and then like right, immediately right after, like everyone kind of within that like hermandad kind of jumped on and like supported them. And everyone was like for la cultura, for where what reggaeton means to people. So like Balvin, Carol G, Nicki Jam, everyone like jumped on it. But wait, wait, wait a second. Um, um, you were saying that there's no reggaeton representation on the board. I'm sorry, I, I got confused. So in the nominations of like the top of, of like artists of the year, so like like the, like the big awards, artist of the year, record of the year, and album of the year. Mm-hmm. In those categories, granted, each category has ten nominees. In those ten nominees, there is no urbano reggaeton, and I'm not even gonna. And we're not. No one ever. No one's claiming Rosalia as a, as an urbano artist. No. So she's nominated in those three categories and in more actually, um, but in the top like los meros meros like the most like prestigious in like lo, in like el general latino, there is no reggaeton representation. And this is and this is the Latin Grammys. Yes. And this is them saying like. We the people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like how like when laws are made and this, this and that. And then we the people like start a boycott. So are they boycotting the Latin Grammys? Or because they're trying to fight to get the Latino representation on those categories. Or at this point are they saying we ain't showing up to your to your things. I'm going to make my own. I feel like I don't think it's going to be uh, in terms of. Like, y'all gonna change your stuff, because I don't think you can change nominations once they're out. Like, I don't, okay. th- don't think you can do that. And in terms of boycotting, I was like, I can see them, like, not trying to roll up. Pero, I was like, I saw... Um, so, Bill Ward put out this article, an article today that kind of went into the breakdown of the of the whole Sin Regatona y Latin Grammys movement, and, like, what needs to change for it to kind of work. Um, and it kind of went into... Um, and pretty much, so whoever was interviewing people for this uh, for this article, like the producers or whoever they were interviewing, no one wanted to go on record. Like mm. everyone knew the bullshit that was behind, like mm. not having a reggaeton, but no producer, no executive, no one wanted to go on record because they know how politics, exactly politics. I mean, and how like big the Latin Grammys are, like mm. they don't want to tie their name to it. So that's yeah. one thing. But pretty much, someone said they're like men. So quote unquote from this article. It's like many of the reggaeton's biggest names um, admit that they're not registered for the like as Latin Grammy voters. So I forgot that the Grammys and even the I guess American Grammys or the okay the, the Grammys yeah the Grammys same thing like it's also like a voting like community not like a community but like you have to be a part of like a member or registered to be under that and that's how you nominate. So do you pay your dues to vote? I think I don't know. I'm gonna <laughs> go with this. Um, but pretty much they were saying that how like a lot of the like the biggest reggaeton artists um, are not registered to be Latin Grammy voters. And that apparently a lot of the many of like the independent labels and like a lot of like what I I nickname like La Nueva Ola, like a lot of like the newer generation, like they're not registered or even the producers, like labels or producers are not registered. Um, and I have no idea even no idea how to even become like a like a member. So I feel like I don't know if that's a lack of education, probably from like La Industria or even another, another way, but like La Latin Grammy is just being like, oh like pa like pa que involucrarlos, like not like that. So, okay, so let me see. So, let's say I'm Daddy Yankee. Yes. Anyway, what's up? Okay, so say I'm here, what's up? I I can't vote because I didn't pay my due, so I, my stuff can't get on there. Like, who's picking things? Who's, I guess what I'm asking is, who's coming up with this list and who's voting for the nominations? Th- that who and why, I'm not sure. I feel like it's, I feel like it's people in the industry, so it's definitely, like, artists, producers, songwriters, 
that somehow I guess yeah, like you said pay dues like, quote yeah. unquote to like become to like be registered in this whole Just, process. But people also like nominate like you you like you like submit you know like in college like the award ceremonies like you would like submit your nominations like submit your things yeah. for whatever it's like that. So like so like. Oh, so when I submitted Aura through, like, that, or, I don't see, like... So they're submitting it, and then I'm DY, and I'm, I get to vote because I have a vote. But if I don't have a vote, then other people are voting against it. That submission. Yes. So, like, the people submitting, can they vote? Can they become a pepper to vote? Or is it just the other producers that are not Latinos that are apart but are not voting for these... Oh, I don't know. That's the, what I'm, that's what I'm getting a little bit confused that. on that sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The only thing that, like... In terms of exactly who's part of this committee, who does all of that stuff, I am not 100% sure. There's probably research out there. Someone let us know. <laughs> well, we'll keep, we'll do our homework this time and we'll yeah. like look a little bit more into that, that whole idea of what it means and why the artists, I guess, they're submitting their, their product or their yeah. um, art. It's not getting picked for these nominations and for them to be like calling it out. I, I'm really intrigued now to yeah. maybe do more research on that. Definitely. Because I know the, I'll link the, the, the billboard article I said, but like, that one, like the opening kind of starts off with like, um, Romeo Santos literally just had one of the biggest concerts, like 800,000 people at, uh, I think it's MetLife Stadium. Or something. So it was like a record breaking, even for like any artist in general. And his last album, I can't remember what it was called, was nominated for, like, for the Latin Grammys. Or, like, look, they, like, submitted it for nomination. Yeah. Um, and pretty much, like, like the article kind of went into, like, how big of an influence he has in Nose Que Madre and how that didn't reflect in a nomination. So, like, just using him as an yeah. example, but, like, same thing with, like, J. Ba- not, uh, not J. Balvin, um, Osuna's album. Um, who else put out the tracks this year? I'm blanking. Um, but... Bad people, Bunny. Uh, Bad Bunny is nominated in Urbano album, I believe, and I believe for, for a song. I think Calladita is not nominated. Oh, or okay. Well, this is interesting. I'm looking forward to like maybe understanding it more and um, diving more into this um, nominations and all these kinds of shows and things. Yeah. I know they always have a lot of um, controversy behind them. I mean, again, I f- I feel like. Politics have a lot of things always play into. They always mimic the bigger picture and. <laughs> You're right. So, Ooh. so we'll get more into it. Um, but moving on to another artist and a little bit more different <laughs> so, so, energy. No, yes, we'll lighten the mood a little bit. Yeah, let's like, lighten the mood a little bit. No, no, no. It's <laughs> fine. I'm glad I didn't dive into it because I would have go- gone off on Rosalia because Rosalia ain't shit, and that's Ooh. all I have to say. I was like, it's our first day back. <laughs> but moving on, Lucky Day. Um, if y'all, we linked him last um, season. We talked a lot yes. about his paint, painted. Yeah, his painted album, mm-hmm. and I believe I think uh, you uh, we went into like his like background, I mean, like where he came from. No, yeah, we dived into his like history and. And so it was nice to know, like, his background and, like, know a little bit where he comes from. Definitely. And then when we were there at the concert, the concert that we went to was the Crocodile in Seattle. Um, the interesting part were his openers to me. Um, they, I think their stories very much so in their backgrounds coincided a lot with him and his background. Oh, and, definitely. Um, I honestly did, like, didn't put two and two together until right now. Yeah. Like, I totally forgot that like we went into his like backstory. Thing. Yeah. But you're so right. Definitely. Like it was the concert was definitely super chill. It was a whole, just the whole vibe in itself. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I wanted to call out whoever put out those tickets because they said the concert started at 7. It did not. Doors open at 7, but whatever. I know. <laughs> and the show didn't even start until 8.30. I know. It was a Sunday, y'all. We're tired. My we had to go to work, to work the next day. We all, we, he had a long it weekend. Was, I know. I was like, it was a long weekend. <laughs> but um, regardless. <laughs> regardless, I'm glad that I went. I'm glad I showed up. And yes, the crowd, like you said, it was ex- an experience. Um, and the first opener, her name name's ombre and we'll link some of her stuff um she was really cool her vibe was great but one thing that i noticed and she noticed and she pointed out she's like wow there's a lot of black people in seattle and i'm like bruh every in, time in i go room. to a concert i'd be complaining about how whitewashed concerts are how there's a lot of white people like yeah. when we went to um what's her name oh the kali uchis that's a white crowd like a hundred percent that was a white crowd and so to me the fact that his artists both the openers were black they're from the south like same upbringing i was like the vibe it brings out the people because the people connect with the artists and that's the the, that's what's the beautiful thing to see i'm like this is why artists love to go on tour and do these things because you are connecting with the people who are listening to your shit. Dude, no, and honestly, like, artists have so much pull that, like, I feel like, like they don't even realize how much pull they have. Mm-hmm. I forgot, I think someone was going into, I think there's, like, someone was talking about Bad Bunny and just, like, the influence that he's had over the past two years and on, yeah. on influences on, on, like, millions of people. And that's, artists do that, like, every single day. Like, and people, like, gente que ni sabe, que nunca van a conocer en su vida. Exactly. Like, they, like, people, like, touch... Like, like I don't know, that's so fucking crazy. And like, he said, like, obviously Seattle is very whitewashed. Yes, we all know. Mm-hmm. So when the girl, so when um, Ombre was like, oh, there's a lot of black people. I was like, in this room right now, but walk outside, girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yes, it was definitely a vibe. And like, and it was a beautiful crowd. Like yes. she said, everybody in there was beautiful. Everyone Everyone there was vibing, chilling. It was great, dude. Beautiful outfits, beautiful yes. faces, beautiful energies. And was good so she hit off tone and then mr josh dean came on stage and he made me feel like i was in freaking the voice he was like belting out um oh notes God, all yes. night long so I, like push the chair <laughs> i exactly i will say he sounds a lot better live than he does in his things because i went to go listen to his music oh. afterwards he mentioned about something dropping an ep but he said that he was like he was going to but he didn't and i was like i wish you would have um fuck maybe yeah. he's going to another you another you know him you can keep an eye out but it's all i'm like so but he sounds pretty live mm. but um i haven't looked into his stuff but we'll put um, on the playlist so we'll see yeah we'll we'll put we'll we'll link you guys to him and then lucky day came on and se ve igualito que en la televisión honestly dude i'm like, like exactly. we had a pretty good like um view of him and yeah. like we were pretty close to him We'll post some videos of him. Uh, we took some. I took some video footage of just one. I, I try to, whenever I go to a concert, my golden rule is just pick one song, record it fully, and then put your phone away. Because then, like that, at least you have one thing. If you really want to, like, say I went and I get to en- re- um, re-enjoy the experience, but also enjoy the experience when you're there and be present. So that's my golden yeah. rule. One song. I feel you. I do the thing. I think I do the same thing, but only for like one, like the length of like whatever recording it is, mm-hmm. and like I mean, like I don't touch it. Yeah. Like I'm like, and it, oh, that's another thing that I mean, kissy, I'm like, I'm like, like even if like you, even if you were to rewatch the like the concert or whatever, like it's not gonna be the same as if when you were there. So people that, like what, record like mm-hmm. children that record the entire mm-hmm. concert. I'm like, y'all, you could have just watched this on YouTube. Fuck, I haven't even. Exactly. <laughs> 
but but he sounds amazing he his energy is great his band is great i yes. really i love one one thing that i do enjoy is when you tour with the live band and that band is g- like getting it the whole night i'm mm. like fuck yeah m- musicians like stand up because i know it's it's a it's rough out there for any artists and musicians especially you know so shout out to all the musicians that play instruments yes. um and are getting it you know Mm-hmm. no honestly you do it was great like um like i said it was on a sunday we were all tired um and like, like half of me i was, I, was, I, was like, I just want to go to bed like i have to go wake up early like i, I really know, just want to go um and i was like no no stick it through stick it through i know kia lived a little bit further away so understandable and yeah New York, and I was, I, was, I was like i was like fuck it i'm gonna stay which i'm grateful i did it was great yeah but on monday i dead af at work it was rough for me too girl yeah man. but uh, you know it's okay people out here having concerts during the weekend on sundays i'm just like but i did say i was like i think it's gonna be the last sunday concert i do unless i'm taking the day off oh definitely i've learned that with all like the banda ones too i'm like i can't like i can't it's do just not recent um next um it's talking about new new energies new chapters shout out to my sissy she started her youtube channel um it's just you know people and blogs and it's amazing she's um going to be just talking about her life and her life experiences and they're revolving around that activism so you should give her a follow her i will link her um in our bio but it's adventures with lily so all lowercase subscribe like and share yes also her instagram is also fire than me and she reposts amazing things that you're just like fuck yes girl um but um does this mean that your you guys' dog is gonna be on camera more was she not so cute her little cameo sophie's cameo was my favorite i was like please please bug her so you can come on (laughs) on the youtube channel more (laughs) but shout out to sophie she's a doxy poo she's brown and proud (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and then moving on to people who are proud I'm very proud of, yeah, I'm so proud of um, the climate activist Greta Thunberg. She's a 16-year-old who addressed the UN with the topic of climate change. And all I have to say, for you to be 16 years old and have just the capacity to stand up in front of a whole bunch of adults, Mm a whole bunch of important leaders world leaders and to deliver a message with a tone and no tears i am beyond amazed and proud of her and how she said shame on you there's like nothing else i need to quote from her if you haven't seen her we'll link her and you can watch her speech but shame on you and that's all i have to say i don't know how you feel about her I mean, I haven't looked. I know. I don't know. Those are huge, like marches across the world, pretty much. On a couple of days ago, yeah. Um, Brother Nature attended. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Brother Nature. Yes, um, but I mean, it's like crazy the fact that like a lot of the like the activists that are like for climate are all like children, quote unquote, and they're, like they're all like little kids. Because at the end of the day, uh, not not even little kids, but like honestly, like high schoolers, like middle schoolers, obviously, is, like young college kids, like obviously, like. These are like we're like as younger generation, even though I'm um, like, like you said, like y'all, like people, like everyone before them pretty much fucked them over. Mm-hmm. Like now they're gonna grow up. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that it's taking like 
young, the young generation to like speak out on things that should have like should have been talked about for fucking years. Yeah, crazy, dude. I but see- then, like these kids, like have fucking like balls, man. Like, no one's just, like I, I can't imagine myself at a sixteen year old like a like. I see them being bold. Yes. I see people our age, which is like AOC, be bold mm-hmm. and start to finally cut through the bullshit because you have to play the game, quote unquote, of politics. And then you see somebody who's even bolder, mm-hmm. like her, 16-year-old addressing the 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 world leaders and being like, shame on you. Like, it doesn't get better than that. And I, I know that she said, how she said, she's like, nothing is really going to save us at this point. Unless we make these, like, very radical changes that they're unwilling to make and will not happen. Um, it's just, it's, it's sad. Like, there's no other way to put it. How she said it's sad. And, and Mm -hmm. I hope that, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what to hope for. And how she said, she's like, you guys come for, to us for hope. And it's like, girl you're right like i don't know what to say no and you're right like like what like what yeah what do we hope for like what like <laughs> at the end of the day like there's no positive outcome to this like like they l- screwed like 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 how like now we gotta fix this shit like you like you can't make excuses for like like, with, like environmental stuff but like people have been saying it for years like things need to change and obviously it's all it's all the i'm guessing all these leaders are all older white people can mm-hmm. come in a hacer caso. Mm-hmm. um so something's gonna happen some things need to change these kids are bold af so shout out to y'all um keep doing your thing keep prim- keep standing up for what y'all believe in and definitely gonna look up more into this girl because yeah. i have not seen it yet but i've heard wonders of her so yes yeah talking about world leaders and crappy ones and fixing messes and <laughs> like uh, again everything mirrors itself everything's connected mm-hmm. um then impeachment inquiry uh, from the house speaker nancy pelosi she, you know have finally made the formal and um impeachment inquiry for mr i'm not gonna say his name you know who i'm talking about um finally it only took forever but you know but what is this gonna do anyways and that's a whole ass other conversation right that's another thing too like honestly like again i am not the most informed when it comes to politics or how any of this works and i feel like it's a lack of education in a lot of people um pero like except, like at this point what is this gonna do because i know the process itself is takes is forever forever long mm-hmm. so with hope like i said Hopefully, este pendejo sale by the time of like elections next year. But if God forbid something like this kid gets reelected, would the impeachment still be valid then? Exactly. I, that's something I need to get information on. No, and no, no, no. This is exactly the conversation. I was like, if they begin it, will it follow him? Yeah, because yeah, like, well, like, is it still valid? Pretty much. If they begin it and he doesn't. Is information valid? Either way, is this information valid? Can it use again? Can it uphold in a law of court again? Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, you're right. So um, we'll see what, we'll, where this goes. We'll keep an eye out. We just want to make sure that we're bringing the big topics to the conversation. This is definitely popular culture. This needs to be talked about. It goes connected. He's a fucking rude-ass motherfucker who like could not even look her in the eye, honestly. like Could not look um, Greta in the eyes. So... That if nothing else speaks to you, I mean, come on. You can do better. Like how she said, like, shame on you. 
So we'll move on from Donald Trump <laughs> um, to somebody that's much prettier and much more fun to talk about, Miss Rihanna Fenty. I have not seen the show yet. I w- was going to try to watch it. Me too. Like two nights ago, but then it was late and I was like, this show's an hour long commitment and I mm-hmm. want to be fully invested, so I'm going to come back to you. Exactly. So I Same. But so we will come back. I just wanted to touch on the fact that she is motherfucking making moves. She has uh, other people singing for her. She's no longer a part of like events and concerts and like what is her annual diamond ball? Like she's not invited. She's not running the show. She's a yes. motherfucking like her name's on there. Like people want to go to her event and like she is making money moves Hell and yeah. You got people thanking them for letting them come up to your to your runway show of you know your savage line and it's just so amazing. I'm so happy for her. I mean, if there's anybody who has been you know a genuine artist from the get go, I think and has been very vulnerable in front of cameras, it has been Rihanna. And um, there's a lot like when we talk about um, artists, nobody's perfect, and when we talk about these platforms, nobody's perfect. Um, wish that I could hear more when it comes to like her PR, like what what kind of like activism she's involved in because i'm sure she is like i'm not saying she's not but when it comes to like when we connect something like we just talked about politics and climate change and i know she's an advocate like her she uses her instagram and her platform for a lot of things Mm -hmm. um it would just be and like how i said she has her hand in a lot of things it would be interesting to just um hear more conversations come from her when it comes to like big topics like like world topics like this it would be really interesting yeah. i'm sure she would have things to say definitely no and like you said if, if any artist has been like authentically themselves throughout since the beginning has definitely been rihanna and i feel like she's been seen as like the god like a goddess for so long so mm-hmm. i'm super fucking i don't, I don't want to say proud but like happy right yeah, like, happy you can be her. happy like, for others yeah like dude you're fucking putting in work like you're like you are you took like not even being an artist you'd like you are a fucking icon bro mm-hmm. an icon an icon but yeah. like right now she has her hand in a lot of things that are not surface level but are like like clothing makeup um like well yeah surface level um so uh, kind of seeing like but then again she doesn't interview a lot like she doesn't really like that's what i'm saying she doesn't do a lot from of her stuff, pr right? i would like that's what i'm saying from her pr i think that's one thing that i would definitely like want to just see a little bit more of that side mm-hmm Okay, yeah, valid. And I feel like uh, that's very true, especially with everything, bro. I would. Maybe, I think we're, I think we're, I think we're talking about Rihanna a couple, uh, at some point last season, I mean, and we're like, oh, like, she's growing, like, she's taking her time, and, like, in, like, little thingies here and there. I was like, but, like, I was like when is the, 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 uh, not the activist side, but, like, when mm-hmm. is, like, it going to go, like, deeper than that? Mm-hmm. So, but then again, that's also, like, a PR thing, so. We'll yeah. See. We'll see. That one, that was a little trickier, but, yeah. Yes happy happy for her accomplishments and then somebody that doesn't use her platform as well well i mean not not as well because brianna uses her platform when she can and again she never established herself as an activist so i totally validate that side as well but maybe somebody who chooses to use her platform and activism when they want to and for whatever reasons would be this following artist, Selena Gomez, because she has been established as some sort of activist through UNICEF and all those mm, um, organizations, yeah. right? So somebody like her who prides herself on being Latina. Um, now, at least. Exactly. Now, at least. It's like, 
she's a controversial person to speak and talk about. And she, find, like, recently came out with this Living Undocumented. Please so, go off. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, Selena Gomez um, pretty much is producing this um, document series on Netflix. I believe it drops October 2nd, I want to say, early October. Um, so pretty much the, doc- the series is called Living Undocumented, where it pretty much follows um, multiple families, I want to say. I think I saw a little bit of the trailer and I was like, what? Um, pretty much talk about like in the stories of just being undocumented in the U.S. But what irks me is not the the documentary series at, at, at itself. Is that like, we said Selena Gomez, like, is Latina cuando le conviene. Like, she mm-hmm. only uses that, like, that platform or at least speaks to that side of herself when it benefits her. I feel like, and she's always, like, kind of rubbed me the wrong way as an artist in general. Yeah. Um, pero, like, I feel like, like, why now? Like, why speak about it now? Or, like, and I guess not even, like, like putting out a documentary series, yes, but, like, we don't, like, we don't see you, like, actually speaking up about, like, how you feel or what you sense from this or like how it not how it affects you but like how like to speaking out to other people or like you standing up for these for these certain platforms that you quote unquote are supporting outside of getting money out of it like a documentary series right and i think the difference between somebody who is who wants to classify themselves as um trans culture i don't know if that's the proper word but for example, that woman who passed herself as um, oh, a black woman, right? Like because Rachel something. Rachel yeah. something. Because in her head, she considered herself black, right? Yes. And then somebody who's transgender and has that. And then this is like a very, very like hot topic. No. It, there's an article about it, how like it correlates, right? I think what makes it different is that when you are making money, like monetarily making money, off of something like that or using it to your benefit that's wrong like somebody who's transgender is in no way shape or form gaining any kind of money off of something like that yeah and we get into the conversation of selena gomez and how she chooses when to use her latinidad mm-hmm. yeah. definitely so like i think i haven't been following well like say keeping up with her in, for, in like years honestly um, but there's like, there's like, even like way back to when she was on Disney, like, lo que le conviene is her last name. On, well, I mean, her name is Latina, like, escucha Latina, like, Selena Gomez. So, like, that. It's not uh, even Selena, it's Selena. Yeah, so, like, it, like, so that has, if anything, has, like, given her that little edge, but, like, she's, like, no me lo usa cuando le conviene. So, mm-hmm. why now, why this series, why, I don't know, I don't know. I just, I also, did also just click that she's also the producer for... There's two reasons why. Yes, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, so, like, so that's two different worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I I know Twitter was living. At least the Twitter that I follow mm-hmm. was like living and was like pissed. They were like, "What the fuck, Selena? Why? Like, no one's gonna be watching this." I was like, "Am I?" Um, I a part of me kind of does want to watch it just to see what perspective she got from people. Not it. Okay, my question is: Is she in this documentary? No. Then she just wanted to slap her name on it. Pretty much, because she's the one producing it. Period. End of story, right? right? To get it made. I have no idea. I don't know how a producer works, because if I think of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, they slap their names as producers on there. So I think uh, I think so. And I don't know that they're sitting there, like, I don't know what they're like, doing. What's their role? Yeah, I'm like, what's your role? So that's interesting. We'll, we'll look that one up too, y'all. Mm-hmm. Well, moving on, I think um, we're talking about music and just 
what we've listened to. Um, for the most part, when I was thinking of music, if it was a throwback or just anything, I would try to like screenshot it. So I have, I had a bunch of screenshots that I compiled. They're all <laughs> over the place. Um, they're maybe not new music, maybe they're old music, but nonetheless, it's just good music. And then for the most part, I was listening to this one playlist that, um, if you guys watch Lesto Makeup, which is Leslie, um, from Facebook Live and YouTube, well, her partner, um, Alex, he compiled, he started his own YouTube channel, so shout out to him and all that good stuff, but he compiled a playlist called Rolitas Chingonas, and for the oh. longest time, that's the playlist I was listening to, so I'll link um like a song from that playlist and we can link the playlist if you guys want to listen to it i follow his well through anita search anita i follow i found his baby bash playlist on spotify so he also has the playlist on spotify mm -hmm. too so we can we can link both yeah so that's fun fact um how did you go about it when you were creating the music that you were gonna post? so i kind of went with like what i've been like listening to i guess for the past like couple weeks since we've been out honestly like I haven't been paying that much attention to new music. I mean, I'm even before, like, BBO Live, honestly, I've always just been super like, oh, Friday, new music, let's see what yeah. drops. But, like, I wasn't, like, constantly, like, like thinking about it. So, these are going to be a mixture of everything. Um, but a lot of just kind of, like, what I discovered this summer. And by summer, I mean August to now. Because this That's over. funny. <laughs> like this. Okay, so I'm going to start off with what I've been listening to. So, um... J Balvin, Major Laser, and El Alpha dropped Que Calor, I want to say two, three weeks ago, uh, not long ago, but I, honestly, when it first came out, I bumped it, like, daily for, like, so fucking long. Like, have you heard it yet? Mm -mm. Oh, girl. Also, it's El Alpha. You're going to love it. We don't listen to each other's music until it's on the playlist. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's an experience for all y'all. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, as long as, like I said, I freaking been loving it. It's a super, like like hyphy song i feel like i had a little bit of like a tribal beat to it in the mm -hmm. beginning um quick shout out to tribal monterrey is gonna be in seattle uh in the at neighbor's nightclub <laughs> on the 29th for free or what i don't know how i think covers like 10 or 20 i don't remember how much it is oh uh, it's, it's, it's on a sunday though oh wait again with the sunday I will make what's the with people on sundays i know i'm gonna make a sacrifice for tribal monterrey though for the sunday okay. catch me at dead at work on monday all right um, but anyways, yes, the song, I've been freaking loving it. We've said it before, all of Alfa's beats kind of sound the same. I think I was playing the song, I remember it was like, is this La Romana? And I was like, no, it's an Alfa, but so cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been freaking loving that song, so yes. I'm excited. Yes. Another song that's saving Hyphy uh, to just gig to, uh, have you heard Baila Conmigo? No. <sighs> okay, so, <laughs> the name of it, you can't really, like, explain it. it's literally just like, Someone, I think someone described it as like a uh, like EDM meets banda type of song because it's like it's like a lot of like trumpets in it, but it's like dancey. And I'm not really an EDM person, so I was surprised that I actually like the song. Oh, I'm really intrigued now, girl. No, it just be like it's catchy as fuck. Like okay. honestly, if y'all listen to it, it's literally just like I can't even say it because it's not bien. Okay, okay, I'm excited. <laughs> but yes, you like, oh, you like, no. Cause remember, I heard this. So a prima of mine tried to see me when I was in Vegas. Um, and was like, oh yeah, la canción de, 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 los, de los pititos, and I was like, what? De los pititos, what? Oh, 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 like, and I was like, no. I was like, I can't help you. <laughs> so we tried to Google it, so we had to call someone else to figure out what the song was called. That's, <laughs> oh my god, it's a, it's a Nike or Reebok. You know, <laughs> so like that's also Nike. Yeah, <laughs> like when he calls, trying to figure it out. 
This is the rhythm. <laughs> Tell me why that song was playing when he walked into this other, uh, uh, like a pool party at Vegas, the rhythm of the night. And me what? and Kat were like, it's a song Reeboks or so nice. Of course. <laughs> uh, That's hilarious. Uh, but yes, that song's also hella hypey too. And in continuations of, I just like really dancey, like upbeat music to each. Mm-hmm. Um, so Akon came back. Apparently he dropped a, a solo single before this, but he okay. dropped a song with Becky G called Como No. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Actually, it's pretty chill and um, Akon sings in Spanish, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what I really like was actually the video. So Becky G, again, always just goes fire in all her, in all her looks and yeah, all her videos. Know, she's so cute. Ugh, I know. Um, but the video is pretty much shot in Little Havana, so out in Miami, and it really highlights Little Havana as, like, a culture and the people in it. Um, like, literally, it's, like, de toda gente, todos colores, todos sabores, como se dice. Okay. Um, in this video and kind of focuses on them. It's super high energy, super bright, literally, like, it's like a dance sequence in todo. So it's just super fun and just, hey. And also, just quick shout out to Akon for everything that he's been doing for Africa and the he's Lighting been Africa in work project. for the longest time. Yeah, and a lot of it. I remember when everyone it first came out of how much he, like he had done. I was like, he's been doing all this on like callado, like mm-hmm. all, like like not making moves or not using that like not using that as a platform to or like, make money. Exactly. Like he's been doing this for his people for like a while. The corazón, no, they greed or como se diga. That's awesome. So shout out to Akon for sure. Um, uh, another song. Okay, this one is not as hypey. Um, pero Piso 21, which, if y'all don't know, pretty much it's like an older boy band de Colombia. Like, I don't really know. Um, uh, so Piso 21 and Cristian Odal dropped, uh, Para Olvidarme de Ella. I like it because it kind of combines, um, like, it's like a ranchera pop. Mm. Music, I don't know. I yeah, these blends your brain exactly to, to the table. A lot of my things are like it's just like oh, the music I listen to that just kind of blends. So I was yeah. like, oh, cool, this works. Uh, <laughs> You're like post two in one, Yanke. <laughs> I was like, I'm the <laughs> um, but this looks like I love the vibe and it kind of has the elements of like both Colombia from Piso 21 and then Mexico with Cristiano Dal. So that was a pretty cool co- collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still I always forget about how big regional is in Colombia. Yeah. Um, cause I remember I was like, so I'm also super into, super into Grupo Firme, if anyone, shout out to them too. Um, and they have a full like album that they recorded live in Bogota, like and just a poll that they have in Colombia. And I was like, oh shit, I forget. So shout out to any Colombian that listen to Banda, I'll let you go. Ah, oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, but another, I guess we're just on this mix of collabs. Uh, so we talked about, uh, the new Charlie's Angels a little bit last season. And I guess the official song for it came out. So it's Don't Call Me Angel with Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus, and Lana Del Rey. Mm-hmm. I have honestly heard the song maybe a, two or three times. If anything, it, it, I mainly just saw like Ariana's like postage for it all over the place. And I'm just looking like sexy Victoria's Secret Same. Angels. Same. Um, I know my roommate was super into Lana's part. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of Lana Del Rey also. Like I won't deny that or lie about her front ariana i like but we'll see. what i was more nervous about was actually ariana's voice so we'll see how it all blends together um so miguel and alicia keys dropped uh show me love i am not really actually i've really I'm been on this huge like regional mexican music and like urbano reggaeton mm-hmm. for a while now so i haven't really dabbled into like r&b or like english music in general mm-hmm. but this one i just love miguel as a whole so yeah when this came out i was like okay i see you but honestly it's such a sexy song yeah and i was like holy shit miguel and i think it was just the anniversary of kaleidoscope dreams 
uh-huh. the album and I was like oh yes I, I, love you. I loved you yeah I'm excited I'm excited I always I'm always down for some Miguel Alicia Keys has been a while so yeah for her too I was like okay girl let's see you coming back and I was like I forgot about Kyle so I feel like I only know like two songs from him like mm-hmm. the one with Kehlani and like another one but like oh. yeah so some Kyle in there for y'all yeah. some Leo Santana and Carol G con Vibra Continente yeah <laughs> I don't know why I screenshotted that one, but that one's in there. And then Throw It Back by Anne Marie again. I don't know where she came from or how I listened to the song, but here we are. The They're name? all good songs, trust yeah. me. I rechecked them all before I came oh, back on here. Oh. I'm not going into depth today, um, but y'all are going to vibe with the music. Surface with um, Mustard and LMA and Ty Dolla Dal- 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 Oh, I think I seeing that drop but I never like okay so I'm excited to listen to that one that's what I'm saying um miss me question mark also I should say miss me yeah there we go <laughs> by division yes. at least that's how I say his name yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I was trying to do it in a question mark <laughs> um and then this one's funny because when I put it on there it's que calor and I was like looking to check double check all Kim's to see if Kim didn't put anything that I put yeah. and I was like oh she put que calor también and then I noticed that my artist was Vives Chorros and Kimberly's was different. Uh, um, I went to go recheck mine and I checked hers and I was like, okay, completely different song. <laughs> so I lost the hamos con el calor. Ya se, ya se fue el calor, pero pues. Pero aquí sigue. Yeah. yeah. And then another one, How You Want How You Want It by um, Tiana Taylor. The Lay Down by Dram. Juicy by Doja Cat. Um, that one, I think I was just watching YouTube videos and uh, that one was just. It's Doja Cat. She's controversial, but she's as an artist, I find her interesting because she takes random things and somehow they go viral. This one went viral because I think she was in a cherry costume. I, I really or outfit. I really yeah, don't know. I don't remember. And I think um, she put out the remix with Megan Thee Stallion. No, I think so. The one I heard was with Tyga. Oh, never mind. Yeah, I lied. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, well, we're gonna leave that in there, and. Big by Young M.A. Next <laughs> would be Yuna. The song's called Yuna. Unless the art is called Yuna. I don't know. We'll but it's together. Out, I feel like it was Yuna and then it said Crush featuring Usher. I think that's how I had read it. Okay. Yeah. It might be either the song might be Yuna or the song might be Crush or the artist might be Crush and the song might be Yuna. But it, it's featuring Usher and it was a real good song. Um... And I had never, saw, uh, like, um, interacted with this artist or heard her before. So I'm going to leave you with the song. And then the next one, Me Da Lo Mismo, J. Alvarez y El Alfa. So I did get some alfa in there. And this is not a new song, but it's still El Alfa, like I always say. So los dejo con, yo siempre con mi diversidad, ¿verdad? Um, his name is um, Campana, and he played a song for us. And I was like, yo, I have a podcast, and I will shout you out. And it was just, like, connecting. Yo. And he was good. The song is great. The singer that's on there is great. When you told me the story earlier, I totally assumed that you just got in a lift, and the lift driver was like, hey, I was, like, playing music, and this song was just playing. And you're mm-hmm. like, hey, what's the song? Like, Wow! Exactly. Chiquitos I was, el mundo. What is like, world? I was mind mind blown at like the quality of the song and music, and it's just like support your lo- local artists. Honestly, I feel like it's something that like is rarely done. Cause just cause like how like how do you find those platforms? Or, like how do you do, look for it? Mm-hmm. But definitely. And I mean, honestly, with the space with the um 
platform that we have, we definitely should probably look into that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Campana. So you. you guys will definitely listen. Um, the next one, again, just some music that has been playing as we're listening to music. Uh, this one's called Ocean, and it's spelled differently, and it's by Olivia. We'll put it on there. We'll connect you. And the next one, Vibin' Out with O by FKJ. We had a struggle putting that name down. But shout out to Masego um, because FKJ, he's, and I've looked into his music. A friend showed me him, and just dived more into his vibe and it's very much what we're listening to kind of vibe and if you like the Masego song to Dowell then you're gonna like um you're gonna like FKJ's music so we'll link him in there too and then I will put a song from the playlist how I said the Rolitas Chingonas but that's it for music um on my end nice nice all right well definitely it's been a y'all so hopefully moving forward we'll bring y'all new stuff but i mean i mean why not bring back old stuff i love like, throwbacks honestly yeah dude so fuck it and like we said all these these playlists are both on spotify and on apple so definitely we'll link all this stuff in the bios as well as social media wise and honestly y'all can dm us for stuff too that's mm-hmm. um but yeah so moving into what we're watching um, so I've watched a couple episodes I haven't seen it all because I kind of want to like savor it out. Like I want to space it out. Yeah. Lo te hambre. I know. También, man. So, uh, Netflix has a show called Taco Chronicles, mm-hmm. which pretty much follows, I want to say, is it six or eight? Six or eight, six or eight episodes. I don't know. I did not look at how many episodes. I made it to like three, honestly. Okay, so I want to say, so six or eight, whatever. Um, episodes pretty much and each episode is based on a different type of taco mm-hmm. um, and by tacos and tampos, different types of carne but también the tacos themselves and history it's, location yeah, it's, yeah exactly so like literally I think the first one is like the asada or, or the pastor or algo así it's el pastor because I freaking love pastor yeah but también like we said I'm spacing this shit, series out because te la hambre you're like fuck <laughs> I want some tacos right now. you're like yeah and then some of them you're like who's doing that to the tacos I, I remember the first one some bougie ass people did something with the taco and I was like dude stop <laughs> like it's still like, it's, like keep it simple like, I was like keep it, it like the beginning guy who's in the street cutting up the carne putting a peso al piña and that's it like yeah. stop don't be making it black or I don't know what he was doing uh, but it's super cool um because like it kind of like said it goes into history and it kind of goes into the like all these episodes go into different styles in Mexico and how it's in their bait and what kind of like incorporates all these pieces so, yeah super fucking cool like for example I didn't know shout out to Michoacan but I didn't know that they were known for the carnitas and I was like oh, what the heck like that's where the carnitas are famous down hell yeah dude no, yeah, so definitely, but we said, like I said, watch it with cautious because you will be craving tacos for whatever time, however long you watch the show. But definitely recommend, yes. If you want to watch a show about diversity, watch the Taco Chronicles. <laughs> Each taco is beautiful. Yes, exactly. And delicious. Exactly. And you will love all. <laughs> I did not know, so I did learn something about that, was like, the tacos de canasta. I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen them, but nunca sabía cómo se llamaban, mm-hmm. or like, what they actually, like, were called. So I learned tacos de canasta. Like, yeah. Oh, shit, okay. It's amazing, right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, move on from the tacos because I can be here all day. For real. Uh, so something else I've been watching and actually just finished the series, just finished uh, at least the first season. So there's a show called um, Hotel Grand. It's mm-hmm. on ABC and I guess on Hulu now. But it pretty much is like a drama ABC show, but it follows uh, the last family-owned hotel on Miami Strip and it happens to be owned by a Latino family. Um, so pretty much, but the show is actually super like, dramatic. It's like, has like a mystery component to it. Obviously they own a hotel, so it's really bougie. 
Um, and there's always like a love story, and it's okay. But um, something, and also like the main cat, like the main cast. So Rosalind Sanchez, she is such a babe, dude. Like it's not like she does not age. Do you know? I was like, you have to notice, but if I'll look up an image and you got you. And I got you. Oh, okay. Um, but she is freaking still looking dope as fuck. Um, and I can't remember the guy, the main actor, like the uh, guy, but he's also like the main well-known Latino artist. But what annoyed me is that so in the scenario, the family is Latino. I believe they're like both Mexican or Mexican Cuban or something like that. Some type of mixture. Um, pero the artist, the actors that they picked to play like their kids so it's like los papas and like los niños are white to the core what like look white looking or they're white both oh snap i was like oh because when i first saw i was like oh like, oh following a latino family what rosaline sanchez what and todo huh so i was excited for it um and then just to for it to like not be them i was like what the fuck I'll have to check out, like, a trailer or something. Dude, no, yeah. And then, so, I believe the girl has some, like, percentage in her, but that doesn't mean shit. So, ABC, again, y'all could have done better with your diversity. Y'all should learn from The Bachelor. Was, that's an ABC? It's an ABC, man. Um, I should learn from The Bachelor, and apparently not from this either. So, it's just still a good show. It has definitely some people of color in it, for sure. But for it to follow a Latino family, y'all could have done better. I honestly don't know where she's from. Neta? Like, her face is, like, recognized, recognize whatever. She was on, like, Devious I, Maids. She was on... Oh, I never watched like, Devious Maids. Some of she's the, white. This is a white actress? No, she's Latina. Like, she's, like, <laughs> I mean, white, white passing, but yes. She, no, like, I'm saying, like, she does white TV. No, she's actually... I think she does both. I don't really know. She probably has stuff. Has she been in a telenovela? Like, Probably. I don't really know. I know her, like, U.S. stuff, if anything. But eso, that's what I'm saying. She does white TV. She, oh, if you want to call it American TV, she does American TV. What is she a part of from Univision? I don't know. I feel like I don't know, know her research from her. I know her from more, like, us recent stuff. Maybe, like, coming up, she was... I have had a star probably in the novelas. Okay, because I just... I've seen her face, pero no sé si la he visto en una novela o... I mean, she reminds me of Nicole from the Pussycat Dolls. Hello, Elle. That's who she reminds me of. Okay. Right. For a second, I thought that's what you were showing me. Pause. I pulled up her IMDb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, all her stuff has been. Yeah, you're right. Has been white TV. Okay. Yeah. I know why actresses and actors from Latino industry they're small. <laughs> so I'm like, when you said she doesn't age, I was like, who is she? Okay. Then I don't know when I first saw her, but whatever. Also, I think I first saw her like some movie growing up. But regardless, she's still bomb herself. Um, but yes, that's my rant on ABC needing to up their fucking diversity. But what's new? Seriously, what is new? And um, something else that I also watched moving to actually diverse in terms of solo mm-hmm. is Hustlers. Mm-hmm. So the movie came out. I went to go watch it that weekend of pretty much, mm-hmm. and it's fucking dope, dude. Like it's really, like, it's pretty good. Like, um, honestly, with y'all, like you could wait till this comes out on like Netflix or something. Like okay. it doesn't have to be a theater watch. It just kind of added to the element, uh, mm-hmm. like to the sh- show part of it. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Um, but J Lo gets fucking down, dude. Okay. Like, she has like her like scene where it's like her the entrance one, the one that everybody's talking about. Pretty yeah, it's pretty pretty yeah, it's pretty early, early on. It's like her just on the pole having a like. Okay, so yeah, going it's the entrance. Off. Yes. So what do you rate it? Um, out of five. Out of five. Um, I'll go with like a 
3.5 like it was like good like it was good like okay. I like I'd rewatch it but like it wasn't like oh my god or it wasn't anything like I guess like you could kind of like, you kind of saw what was gonna come like okay. what kind of was coming um but what I did really like is like like the cast itself is pretty diverse also like it's like an all like woman produced all women mm-hmm. written all women cast pretty much mm-hmm. um. And then I forgot how much I loved Kiki Palmer up until mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. So her kind of being in this film and just like kind of been going into like a spiral of her on YouTube, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, I see you. And then same yeah. thing with like Constance with I mean, had a huge role. Um, obviously, J-Lo with that man. J-Lo. Wow. J-Lo. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Cardi, definitely Cardi B and Lizzo, it's more of like a cameo. I'll yeah. give you all that. I mean, but then again, they're huge stars, so I didn't expect them to be like leading ladies in this. Yeah. Uh, but still, it's pretty good. Still, it uh, has a really good message to it, um, and it's just kind of fun. Like, you're like, you're like, fuck. I, at some point, would love to have that much money in my life. Okay. So I guess the tea that I have on that movie is um, it was shot in a very short amount of days. Yeah, J Lo has on her YouTube channel. She has kind of like her her out of it, and I think it was shot in twenty three days. Okay, it? something like that. I saw her background learning how to pole dance in a yeah. quick amount of time. Um, I also heard that the story they they took it from the real life stripper Ramona, if you want to call it, said that Cardi B should have actually played the role of her and not Je- Jennifer Lopez. So there's also that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was asking how her performance was. I mean, everybody's always gonna rave about Jennifer Lopez. I think that's been her the theme in her life. Everybody raves about every single role she ever does. That's Literally, uh, actually. I don't think I've seen like a negative thing on her. So yeah, and so um, there's people that I know that absolutely cannot stand Jennifer Lopez the same way that I can't stand Selena Gomez, and so like she rubs people off the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's t- there was a time too where like, I just like didn't vibe with her. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I was like, okay. I feel like I'm like, I'm not like a huge fan now, but yeah. I'm like, okay, like I see you like putting in work and like different yeah. what she's done and like how long she's been in the industry. I mean, yeah. And so I'm conflicted. I still want to watch the movie, and I'm sure that it's still very well done and all that jazz. So what was the other part? I feel like I had one last little part to it, but for the most part, I'm glad that it was a good story and that it was a good like movie to watch. And now I'm now that you said like it's something you can wait to watch. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, hmm, mm-hmm. should I just go watch Charlie's Angels instead? <laughs> I mean, well, you said you you're you said that um you were like a huge fan of like the other Charlie's Angels, no, like the previous one. Yeah, but this one looks so good too. That's true. I and mean, then after I learned that the one that I like was a remake of another one, I'm like, well, then in that case, they're yeah. just all yeah, they're remakes. all remakes, no. So. I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know what that one does, but I'm maybe might be down to go see that one too. We'll see. Okay. Okay. So what have you been watching? Or I guess doing. <laughs> so for me, Pokemon. I I started watching Pokemon on Netflix. Um, the old school one, the, I don't know what, the OG one, I'm gonna call it, but I watched it, I rewatched it, I was really sad, because it was very short, because each episode was, like, 20 minutes, so I went through the 52 episodes, like, that. Oh, yeah, because when you said rewatched, I was like, was like, how long is it, but only 52? Well, it's been, yeah, and it's been so, yeah, the ones that have, well, what they have available on Netflix, um, because oh, I was like, oh, I, okay. and when I was rewatching them, I was like, I remember seeing all of them as a child, honestly, so it was just kind of a nice refresher. Yeah. And to maybe just, like, pick up on things that I didn't pick up on because I was never a super fan. But when you're a child and no tienes cable y es lo único que hay en televisión, pues lo vas a ver. So, I never minded Pokemon, but I'm not going to sit here and say that I was a super fan. 
fan. Yeah. But you know that I love adventures. I love, like, nerdy things like that. And I'm not, like, very, like, deep dive. Like, I know every single fact for everything. But it's an interest of mine. And so recently, I've found out that there's a Pokemon Go community. And I understand that Pokemon Go was out in 2016. But what I've noticed and has been a pattern is the people who first downloaded in 2016 and stopped playing it don't are missing out on, like, the new updates that are going on now so like for me i just started a month ago my anniversary was on the 24th so (laughs) but for me i'm fascinated because i'm like oh there's all these cool things and when i speak to somebody who like hasn't played it in forever it's like oh that wasn't there when i was there and then i'm like you should re-download it like it's so much like at least from what i i'm hearing or understanding is it's so much better and improved so talking about you know being back and better Pokemon Go is back and better. Um, the community is amazing. I love to go to uh, Lake Washington and just you. I there's community days, and I will tell you this much: I have never gone to a community day like this where people are just bonded by the same thing. It's like think of a concert, but like this is Pokemon Go, and it's amazing. I had a good time. You see families like you legit like. And this is me talking about my day-to-day business when I it's not a community day. Like, I'll go on a walk to play some Pokemon Go or whatever it is. You see, like, a dad and a son bonding. And, like, to me, that's sweet. Or you see a mom and a dad and a daughter bonding. At least that's what I've seen. They're taking over gyms together. And to me, I'm like, it's so... Like, a lot of times, we give our kids the phone and have them entertain themselves. But to me, this is different when you can genuinely bond over, like, a video game, which we know is popular, with your children. And not only that, like, invest time outside of nature. And maybe Mm -hmm. you weren't um, playing the whole time, and half of the time you were doing some, like, actual enjoying of nature, or vice versa, I still think it gets you out there, and it gets you being active, and, um, it's goal-oriented, and it's just, it's a fun, for me, at least it's a fun, fun game that teaches good values, even me rewatching the show, there was one scene that I was like, okay, you perv, but other than (laughs) that, like, the show promotes, like, Ash promotes, the character promotes just playing by the, like, not only playing by the rules, but, like, proving that, like, if you persevere and you continue, like, honestly, like, I'll get deep on this shit, but (laughs) if we're talking, if we're talking about things, like, you should be doing with your kid i mean i'm not a video game fanatic i'm not gonna sit here and say that whatever which is why i am promoting pokemon goes <laughs> uh another show i watched or started to watch was i don't know if you guys if i ever mentioned it on any of the other um episodes but i watch a show called explained and it's like 20 minute episodes and they explain different topics i don't know maybe but continue because they always have new like stuff new series seasons coming out no Exactly, and so now they did a spinoff, and it's called The Mind Explained. Oh, that okay. so it's I've a spinoff seen, of like, Explained. Okay, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's great because it'll take you through a series of episodes that explain different things. For example, the first episode um, is about dreams. The second episode is about anxiety, and so on and so on. Ooh. So um, definitely, that's a good one to check out. I recommend it. And the episodes are pretty short, no? They're mainly, like, what, 20, 20 minutes? 20 minutes. Yeah, so that's so, pretty good. Oh, right? right? Keeps you entertained and engaged. Yeah, for sure. And then I also watched American Factory. And that one takes you through, honestly, like, uh, unionizing and <laughs> this Chinese company that comes into American 
company. They used to make glass for um, car for cars. Mm -hmm. And this Chinese company comes and takes over, and they provide again all these amounts of jobs because a lot of people when the when the factory shut down, they lost their jobs. Mm -hmm. So it is hopeful, and all I'm gonna say is check that one out. Um, labor movement is important, and workers' rights is very important, and um, it's insane, especially when we think about um, factories in China, and we think about how Ooh, it's very connected to a lot of the products that we get here, and just a lot of things. So. We started with politics, ended a little bit politics here, but I think it's really important that we educate ourselves. We talk about education and we talk about really understanding topics that affect people's day to day, especially as we become more adults and mm -hmm. we um, dive in more as like um, professionals. And also, I also watched Patrick Art um, Act. Well, I'm behind. I haven't finished this with you. Watch it. Check it out. He touches uh, with um, police police system and how shit it is and cruises and how shit they are because we talked about climate change. Oh, yeah. Or whatever you want. You will pop yeah. off about the cruise episode. Let's have to watch I it. I gotta watch so. it. Okay. But there's a lot of good episodes and again, as I disconnected, I guess it gave me more time to connect with like freaking real world events and maybe stay away a little from the pop culture which yeah. can be fun drama but then this other side is like more intense drama that's just eye-opening and, and i mean that has a lot to say in general because everyone kind of focuses on the pop so <laughs> once you take that break which everyone kind of needs to to focus on the real stuff mm -hmm. so yes um but yes y'all that concludes episode 11 season two Ooh, super excited um like always all playlists are gonna be and everything we talk about is linked in our description as well as social media wise make sure to follow us at we are bbo live now that we are back we promise to be more active <laughs> um but like i said we'd definitely love to hear from y'all if y'all have music if y'all have things you're watching just point of views from what we talked about today Hit us up, DM us, um, email us, look at that. Um, we want to hear from y'all for sure. Um, but until next time, I think that is it. Yeah. Mm hmm. All right. So we shall catch y'all next time. Bye, guys. Keep it groovy.